you had 267 stoppages, and that's five a week. And when you're stopping, your reliability goes down because people are like, I can't get on, I can't get where I'm going. And it's all a problem when you can't be a reliable system for commuters. If you're one of the riders that's paused while you're on the train while it's happening, you probably have an impression that the line is not as efficient as it could be. Well, when you're standing there and it says the queue line will be here in five minutes, in 5, 10, 15, 20, and it's not there... Because it stopped. And the reason they're having so many stoppages, uh, some of this is stuff they predicted and some of it they just weren't prepared for. LCA, arena traffic, stops the queue line. Uh, Snow, we had a lot of snow. And the snow plow people, they plow the snow to the curb and people park outside of there. And now you're in, in the queue line's tracks. And also, people are just not used to sharing the road with what looks like a train. All of that factors into a lot of stoppages and it basically being an unreliable system and people not riding it if they don't have to. What are some of the fixes? What are officials from the queue line saying? M1 Rail is the nonprofit that runs it. We know it's not publicly funded yet. It's privately operated. And what they're saying is that they have been working for months with the city of Detroit, the Michigan Department of Transportation, as well as the vendor who do the snow plowing and towing and things of that nature. And they're, they're learning on the job. They're learning as they go. They're saying that April, they had higher ridership than they had in previous months. And they're hoping that that means that the fixes that they've put in place as far as, you know, trying to clear the path um, are working and that the second year will be better than the first. Do we see at all that the culture or lack of culture surrounding mass transit in the region and the city is playing into the low ridership numbers? Absolutely. It's a lot of things. Again, first off, it, it's 3.3 miles. It goes 30 miles per hour. It doesn't really connect to anything outside of downtown and midtown. People take it mostly for leisure and novelty, and, and they're not really taking it to get to work, to get somewhere as a reliable source of um, commuting. Uh, but again, when you're talking about a streetcar, we haven't had streetcars in Detroit, what, 50 years or more. People aren't used to sharing the road. So the, just the culture of transit and, and dealing with this thing being on the road is new. It's a new learning curve. And people also think that because it's new transit and because it is being built and it came about at a time that we're talking about regional transit, people expect it to be part of the regional transit debate that we've been having for 50 years. It sort of is. But it sort of isn't. Why and why not? When they built it and when they conceived it, it was shortly after Super Bowl Forty. They said, oh, it would be so great if we had something that connected Midtown and Downtown. And then it could spur economic development along this Woodward Corridor. And then maybe it could spur regional transit. The idea behind it, the attention behind it was to spur economic development. And it was basically built in an area that was already bustling and becoming something. But when you talk to people who are involved in the regional transit conversation, Washington, Wayne, Oakland, Macomb, the queue line doesn't really come up. They're talking right now about a $5 billion plan to take buses and even passenger trains across four counties. And the queue line is not really part of the conversation. It doesn't go anywhere. But queue line people know that if we had regional transit that connected to the queue line, then more people would ride the queue line.